into the NEPPC podcast. I'm Brother Frank. I'm with former political prisoner, Abdul Haq Islam. Today's episode, we focus on what recently occurred. What we recently uh, witnessed was the coming home of somebody who was obviously uh, unjustly incarcerated. Uh, the prison swap of, of Brittany Reiner with this um, arms dealer. And uh, when we look at the so-called crime that she committed and the crime that he committed or the so-called crime that he committed, um, we look at that. Those are two <laughs> situations that uh, are definitely not equal. So what we uh, are witnessing is the power of people and the power of or and the influence of celebrities. Because we know that a number of celebrities are calling for uh, this individual to be released from prison. And uh, we, the people who take on the work of political prisoners, we have gained a new level of inspiration behind uh, what just occurred. We say that when you have a political interest, you have to step up and accept that responsibility and that challenge. And the results that are in your favor can happen, and it will happen. It's just a matter of time, right? And that time is determined on your consistency to uh, commit yourself to this particular idea. And in this case, people wanted this athlete home, and they were, were not going to stop until she came home, and what, she was incarcerated for nine months, if I'm not mistaken, and now she's home with her family. So when I look at that, and I think of our comrades, our freedom fighters who are unjustly incarcerated for this extended period of time, when we have Jamal, uh, Matubu, uh, Black Power Salute to um, those who advocated for his release, and now in only a few days, he'll be home to his family where they could provide for him uh, the care that he needed and he could um, live the remainder of his days in a, in a humane environment. And I think that uh, we have to find inspiration from what just happened on, um, on, on in the world with this uh, prison swap and look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what are we ready to do? Because they have a very important um, uh, event coming up for Premier in Philadelphia this Friday. Uh, contact me at 347-679-3936. I'll be out there representing uh, the Northeast Political Prisoner Coalition and um, definitely doing my part on behalf of us and all those who have the interest and even the viewers, those who share our podcast with 10 people, uh, know that I'm out there representing uh, you and what you would like to be doing. Unfortunately, your, your schedule doesn't, doesn't allow you to do it. But uh, when you support the work that me and my brother are doing right now, you know, you support us more than just this platform. You perform, uh, you uh, support us actually being out in the street. So we're appreciative of that. And I think that, you know, today's discussion is very important because we have to gain uh, inspiration from any and everywhere. And we just want to take a few minutes to shout out Charlamagne to God because on uh, Halloween, his show on Comedy Central, he actually mentioned about what about the release of our political prisoners. Mm -hmm. he, he mentioned Leonard Peltier, uh, uh, Jalil Alamine, he, uh, formerly known as H. Rap Brown. He called for their release as well as Mumia Abu Jamal. And that's a major platform. And uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, he uh, gave his viewpoint on that. And then I think that that let us know that uh, we're not alone. And all we have to do is just keep pushing, we keep fighting. And, you know, our desires, uh, the goals that we have, the objectives that we have to reach out will be manifested as 
like some moment in time. Brother Hot. Uh, peace and love is a beautiful day. You know, a beautiful revolutionary day to do 500 push-ups and to fight for justice and, and human rights. You know, to fight with hands and feet or whatever. Fight with whatever. You know, so, um, you know, we say uh, free all political prisoners, you know, bring them home, you know, and um, like Brother Frank said, we're relating today's podcast to what's happening today. Uh, you know, right now everybody know that Brittany Griner is coming home and um, a lot of people need to come home, you know. Um, I, uh, you, know, you know, right on for the sister, the tall sister, you know, basketball, you know, basketball is important, you know, and just like Brittany, Brittany was getting high, you know, about uh, 1974, you know, I was high, walking down one side of the street and saw my head floating down the other side of the street, but me seeing my head flying ain't had nothing to do with protecting Black people are saving the lives of black people, you know, and this is what our political prisoners have done, you know, their efforts have uh, protected us, and, and, and this day right now is very, very important because lunatics and psychopathic killers, you understand, among the white supremacists, you know, are organizing and targeting black folks to murder black people. They're buying guns in unprecedented numbers, you know, and you're the target, you know. So, um, you know, we got to think about black. You know, we got black owners. Black is covering our bodies, you understand? So it's time to think black, you know. Um, uh, thinking about the, the case of Mumia Abu Jamal, you know, he has uh, some legal uh, dates coming up. Uh, there's some new evidence in this trial, you know, they um, found a box in the DA that had some, uh, some very important information in there. Uh, one is a, lef- uh, a letter from uh, witness Robert Schobert, you know, was saying, where's my money? This is one of the guys that testified on Mumia, you know, he's asking for his money, you know, and uh, there was information about uh, uh, Cynthia White, you know, who had uh, a case, you know, at the time of the Mamiya's trial, her and Shabert were uh, two, two of the main witnesses, and uh, she had a case, and they was uh, conspiring, coming together to uh, exonerate her, you know, for her testimony. Also, there's information that, um, uh, that the DA had a, a checklist that started with the, with the letter B, you understand, they exclude black jurors from the jury pool. 71% of the blacks, you know, who were, were eligible to be jurors in Mia's case were excluded uh, compared to uh, 20, 20% of the white folks, you know. Um, so um, this is some new evidence in Mia's case you know, uh, brother who fought for our freedom, who stood up for us, you know, um, and uh, it's very, very important. It makes a whole lot of sense for us to stand up. You know, we love basketball, you know, but basketball ain't
saving our lives, you know, but um, people like Mubi Abu Jamal and all our other political feminists, you know, they stood up and fought for us, you know, and in this time right here, you know, it's very, very relevant because we have uh, psychopathic killers, you know, among the enemy, white supremacists, you know, uh, proud boys who are on the hunt for uh, the NWE, the NW, uh, N-E-N-S-E, Negroes with no uh, self-esteem. I just made that up. Negroes with no self-esteem. That's the group that the Proud Boys are looking for, you know, and we saying that we need uh, uh, to organize for self-defense, you know. They also, you know, a brother they locked up, Grandmaster Jake, who was a, the leader of Not Fooling Around Coalition. Y'all know what the word actually is. You know, I'm not saying it, but the Not Fooling Around Coalition, you know, was the biggest black militia in America, you know. And since this brother has been locked up, we ain't heard nothing from the end, uh, from the uh, uh, Not Fooling Around Coalition. And we need black people nowadays to organize self-defense because these lunatics, you know, uh, have you... You understand? All high on their agenda, you know, to move on black people. They hate black people. You know, that's what white supremacy is all about, you know. Um, so um, we're saying, you know, what's the call? Free them all. Do your research on the political feminists, you know. Uh, brothers like, brothers like Mumia Bouchamal. Yes. Uh, uh, Shakur. Bowers. Bowers. Imam Jamil Alameen, you know. Um. You know, people who joy power, joy power. People love people and stood up for black people. You know, I think that uh, yes, it's very important that we uh, learn and research. But beyond that, we have to be inspired and we have to do things in our community that reflect our political presence because our political presence represent that ultimate sacrifice that people had for things that are greater than themselves. Like you heard me say before, you'll hear me say a number of times that uh, political prisoners they value uh, freedom more than their very lives. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were willing to put it on the line, and that's why they're current, currently in the uh, current pos- position that they're in. Uh, this predicament is not final, right? Because well, we know about their examples, and when I say that, we uh, we who cho- choose to do the research. Right? Any and everything that we receive as a people came through struggle. Whether it's where you want to sit at the bus, uh, or the times you're going to work at your job. Somebody fought and organized for that. But that's why we can't take anything for granted. We have to be appreciative. And more than just saying thank you, we have to commit yourself to certain action. That's why we committed ourselves to this podcast half an hour every Wednesday because we understand the importance of, of making time for those who made sacrifices for us. And we realize that that has to be consistent because it's with consistency where you went over people. And me and my brother Abu Hop, Islam, a former political prisoner, uh, understands that. He understands that he's appreciative because while he was incarcerated and while people were organizing for, for him, he uh, got that strength inside of himself that if there's people fighting for me, I have to continue to fight for myself. Like, I've been in conversation with political prisoners and asked them about how they. Uh, got through all that time. You know, some of them had faith, and then some of them have uh, the, the support of people. Right? So if your people are writing you, they're visiting you, they're letting you know that you are loved.
appreciate it. And they are continuing doing their work because of you. I think that that is uh, something that inspires somebody to continue fight. Because I know that inspired me. Because if I'm having a movement where I feel a down and I, and I have my support unit, it's right there for me, patting me on the back, telling me that I, they love me. That's like me getting a, a shot of tea or something like that it, with, with uh, that natural caffeine and, or me just doing a whole bunch of push-ups and feeling that energy that I need to do need to fail to pack myself over because uh, political prisoners are just like us. You know, they have feelings, they have good days and bad days, days of uncertainty, and, uh, you know, they need that inspiration. That's why we say write to a political prisoner, create that dialogue, be going back and forth with a political prisoner uh, via written words, and uh, you're getting to know this individual, and you're getting to understand that this individual uh, has some ideas that are beneficial to you. Because as you're writing, you start to think about what you're going through in your life, and they're corresponding with you, and they're going through what they're going through in their life, and they give you the advice uh, that's genuine, that's sincere, and, and advice that I think is very sharp because their uh, world is restricted, right? Their ability to move around is restricted, therefore, their distractions are tremendously reduced. And then that environment where they can uh, 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 clearly on a particular top topic. And that's why we're able to talk to you and give you some advice. That advice is based on research. And I think that we should be appreciative to, to uh, the political president for their uh, contribution in us uh, being able to um, stand up and fight and uh, be clearer about who our friends and who our enemies are. We owe our political prisoners a lot. And that's why we at the NEPPC uh, uh, podcast, you know, this studio that we created for ourselves in the, in the Republic of Brooklyn uh, is beneficial to us uh, to educate people who may not know about uh, political prisoners uh, and who want to get more uh, informed and internal and who are ready to do some work on some uh, level. Brother Abdul Hafiz Long, um, you know, when people have to uh, learn about political prisoners and when people learn something about political prisoners, what should inspire them to do? Well, I think the golden example that political prisoners, you know, are and exhibit, you understand, is very, very inspirational. You know, when I'm in a room and political prisoners, there's a vibe that you don't get, you know, like when you riding on the subway, you understand right, what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's power, you know, knowing that we're going to win, you know, exactly. and uh, a purging of everything, you understand, uh, that goes into, uh, you know, uh, labeling people stuff like Negroes and N-I-G-G-E-Rs, you know, uh, being unconcerned about their people selling out, snitching, being weak, you understand, yes. or compromising, collaborating with the enemy, you, know, you understand, purging all this
that some people think is ten times bigger than them. You understand? This is the heart and soul of revolutionaries, which is very, very beautiful. You understand? And I, I love being around revolutionaries. You know, as a, you know, as opposed to uh, people who will, you know, uh, drop a dime on you, snitch on you, uh, you know, uh, stab you in the back, you know, rob, steal, you know, snatch pocketbooks and whatnot. You know, and um, like Frank, brother Frank gave me a shirt, you know, which uh, talks about qualities of certain revolutionaries, certain political prisoners, and, you know, it's beautiful. When I talked about the vibe that it surrounds you, you understand, like a cloud of gold, you understand, that surrounds you, an atmosphere that is beautiful that you get when you're around people, you know, who believe in God, who have steel in their backbones, who have iron in their will and determination, you understand, who will fight forever and never give up, will stand up to anything, you understand, uh, you know, being around these people, you know, and it is beautiful to have this in the community, so there's certain uh, uh, qualities on this sh uh, shirt that Brother Frank gave me that y'all can't see right now because, you know, it's kind of halfway cut off uh, by the screen. But I'm going to endure like Chip, advocate like Rochelle, Those ideas, those theories, and put them in practice because they're at 
this is one and the same. You can't just know something and continue to repeat it and, and do nothing with it. That's just regurgitation. You have to have an idea. You have to nourish it. You have to digest it. And you have to utilize it to allow you to uh, be productive in society. That's proper digestion of a concept, of a theory. And I think that that needs to be uh, uh, emphasized when we engage with people because people would talk about I respect the political prisoner or I respect those who fought back and I respect this person over that person. But if, what does that mean, mean to somebody if you're not uh, taking some action behind uh, your idea of respecting somebody? You can just say respect and that's just a word. It's just a term, right? But it has to be something that has substance to it. And the only way it can have substance to it by you being driven or led to a particular action. So that's why the NEPPC uh, podcast is about that, right? You're going to see me in Queensbridge tomorrow and they have their grieving uh, group session at the community center uh, from the hours of 6 to 8. So uh, Black Power salute to Transform America for doing that. But if you happen to be there, you feel free to talk to me and I'll talk to you about political prisoner and the work that I'm involved in. Uh, we, once again, uh, appreciate the support that we've been getting from the community of Queensbridge, from the L Queensbridge. Uh, please tell people about the podcast. We only ask it half an hour a week, half an hour out of a seven-day week. There's a number of hours to do other things, but we just ask it for this particular time. Uh, like, share, share with at least 10 people. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so that we can uh, grow our uh, our subscription and that subscription could eventually lead to us being able to obtain resources that can expand our work. We have a number of ideas, but the ideas definitely need those resources to give them life, to take them to that next level. But until that time, I'll continue to put up my posters, I'll continue to um, share, and uh, continue to develop new content regarding the prisoner. And we got Kwanzaa coming up, right? What's your recommendation for people who engage in Kwanzaa and how the book they should do regarding political prisons when Kwanzaa come up? Yeah, well, you know, we uh, love all the, all the principles. You know, a couple of them that come to my mind immediately is uh, most of the uh, uh, unity. You know, we always talk about unity. You know, that's always the topic of discussion among our people. You know, uh, being unified, coming together, showing love, you know, um, being about us, you know, and um, let's make this real. You know, let's just yes. let's make this something we talk about. Let's make unity real. We talk about uh, uh, chocolate, self-determination, being governed by ourselves. You know, um, our politics is all about self-determination, not being a slave, you know, breaking them chains, you know. So let's uh, really, really vibe on that, make it strong, make that a uh, strong but in the streets, you know, in our communities, you know, uh, in, 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 our, in our various endeavors, whatever we do, you know, self-determination, not being a slave, breaking the chains, you know, uh, not being weak, you know, standing up, being strong, think the power of our people, the power of our people has enabled us to free some of our political prisoners. You know, and uh, we need to keep on exerting this power, you know, uh, whatever comes against us. You know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, in, in 2022, you got to be aware 
side and the agenda, you know. So uh, we need to uh, apply these uh, principles uh, with new meaning, you understand, that we not have, might not have fully expressed, you know, for past quantums, you know, uh, uh, to, to survive, you know, to uh, bring forth more and more successes, more and more black revolutionaries, you know, but the, the youth coming up in the street, you know, these these powerful youth, these energetic youth, you understand, uh, need to understand uh, politically, you know, what's going on politically, what the history has been. The history has been uh, one of straight up, straight up politics, politics of, of powerful people exerting their will, you understand, uh, over people that have more power who they overpowered, you understand. So we're saying, you know, let's increase the power in our people through the uh, principles of, uh, of Kwanzaa, you know, and uh, uh, apply, um, you know, all these ideas and these um, very, very beautiful norms, you understand, to free them all. Yes, uh, I think that's very important because we have some time before Kwanzaa comes and we have, what, another uh, week or so? Yeah. Um, and so we have time to prepare for Kwanzaa and focus on what we need to talk about and we have to include political pressure because when we talk about uh, Kwanzaa, we're talking about sacrifices, we're talking about the interests of the collective, we're talking about avoiding individualism and how individualism can be detrimental to the further development of our collectivism. So we have to, yes, we have to practice collectivism. It's Exactly. That's African culture. That's who we are. That's what got us through uh, the worst of times. And that's what uh, sustained us in the best of times. So I think that those ideas need to be reflected on. And uh, once, uh, before we leave, I just want to let you know that uh, Matulu is scheduled to come home uh, this week, the 16th. And uh, so don't include call.com. We appreciate, once again, those who donated already. Uh, those who have not, please consider doing what you can. Uh, I just gave you the website right there. Donate at matubushakor.com. You can also uh, give it to me, and I'll give it directly to his son. I'll provide you with a receipt, as I did before. Uh, let's uh, do our part. Make sure that the brother's okay when he comes home. Make sure that things are intact so that uh, we, as a people, are taking care of our freedom fighters because they're not terrorists. They're freedom fighters. Uh, and we are uh, people who are oppressed. We are people who need to be liberated. We need to be in control of our very fate, our very destiny. We need to be able to uh, express our self-determination without any interference from these people or those people who uh, oppose our views. And I think that that's very important that we understand that clearly because this is the only way that uh, we're going to be able to say, uh, make sure that we're okay. Right, because that's what uh, freedom means. Freedom is being okay. It's having the right to control your destiny and uh, the right to control it at the levels that they need to be controlled at. And I think that um, this week is a very powerful week. We got uh, Matulu coming home. We got Mamiya's court date. Um, let's let's get busy. Let's prepare ourselves. And uh, we are inspired by the prison swap. Because we know now that it's all about uh, how much you can push a certain person or people who are in power. Right? They say that uh, we have a democracy. 
they say that we all had voted for uh, a particular person. And now we are in a position to make that particular person do what we want to do. And I think that we all need to be inspired for, by what just happened. We can call on these celebrities to uh, advocate for the release of our political prisoners. We could uh, direct, uh, we could DM them, uh, we could write them. Whenever we see them somewhere, we have a shirt on that says, Free Mumea, uh, free Veronica Bowers, free um, uh, free Ed Poindexter. Well, Machuba's coming home, so he will be free. Imam Jamil. Imam Jamil. Uh, free Joy Powell. Free uh, Rochelle McGee. Uh, free all our political prisoners because they don't need to be in prison. And how long you should they be in prison if you decided that they are going to be in prison? Uh, 20, and remember, years, the free years. Be prepared to look after their families. See, I don't mind 
million dollars a year toward taking care of civil rights leaders who have worked on our behalf and are elderly now and don't have to take care of themselves, like Rosa Parks, whose rent was paid by the owner of, of, of um, Little Caesars. We should have had a fund to make sure that she never had to worry about that again in her life. We should have a fund that makes sure money makes it to Asada Shakur and Matula Shakur has 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 legal and legal representation and food. And Leonard Pelter, who has um, diabetes in jail, can get insulin taken care of. And until we start doing it, ten dollars a month is about what you pay on a couple fast food restaurant business. So if a million of us do that for the rest of our life, look at how well we'll be taking care of the people. The sacrifice on our behalf. I agree, and uh, recently. Thank you again for tuning in once again to the NEPPC podcast. Please feel to contact me at 347 679 3936. Again, that's 347 679 3936. You can also uh, contact me at Safu Sankofa at gmail. That's S E F U S A N K O F A at gmail.com. Uh, tune in next week uh, for our nep- next episode um, on the NEPPC podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, same name, NEPPC. All right, peace. Be safe in your travels. Thank you.